I find it really interesting that the people that are the most passionate about America are immigrants. It's like the people that live here are so ungrateful because they don't know the alternative. I'm Dr. Sheila Nazarian, and this is my story. I am a mom of three, an entrepreneur, a plastic surgeon, a philanthropist, and most recently an activist. I was actually born in New York. We went back to Iran. It was 1979. The revolution started, and we weren't actually allowed to leave because we're Jewish. I remember when I was six and a half years old and my sister was 13, there was actually bombs flying into Tehran, and I remember one landed about two blocks away from our home, and that's when my family said, you know what, we got to get out of here. This is not safe. This is not going to be a future for our children. So we actually hired smugglers. One day we went to the bazaar and we got in the back of a covered truck. We got on the bottom of the truck. They put blankets over us and corn. And my mom and my sister and I actually escaped through the border into Pakistan in this truck covered by corn. My father had left earlier, about a month earlier, he was a physician, and he said he was going on a medical conference to Vienna, left the passports of my mom, my sister, and I with the government so that they were assured that we weren't leaving, that this wasn't a, you know, we're all leaving the country type of situation. So my father actually flew to Vienna, waited for us there, and the reason why he did that is because if we would have all been smuggled and gotten caught, both my parents would have gone to jail, and then me and my sister would have been orphans, essentially. We spent three months in Pakistan waiting for visas, and we were with a lot of people that had been smuggled. We were in Karachi, so at night we would play Persian music, we would dance. And actually in that hotel was the first time that I actually personally experienced anti-Semitism. There was a lot of weddings happening in the hotel, so we would go down and see what was happening, what, what did the bride look like. And one day when I was six and a half, I went downstairs to one of the weddings and this woman looked at me and said, are you Jewish? And I said, yeah. And she just spit right in my face. After waiting three months in Pakistan, we finally got our visas to reunite with my father in Vienna. From Vienna, we legally migrated to the U.S. My parents uh, were essentially political refugees. My father was also a physician, and so that kind of solidified my desire to become a doctor. Two years after I graduated from residency and I was in my office, I was a plastic surgeon, got my board certification, all of those things. In between general surgery and plastic surgery, I actually went to business school as well. With my knowledge from business school, I created an e-commerce site called The Skin Spot where I basically curate medical grade skincare. Then came Think Big and the Nazarian Institute, which is our nonprofit. When I graduated residency, nobody knew who I was, nobody cared, nobody was referring patients to me, but I knew that people didn't want to read anymore and they just wanted to watch videos. So I just started banging out videos for YouTube. One year out of residency, I was on the first page of Google. I get super excited about impacting people. I can do one breast augmentation at a time or one tummy tuck at a time and change one life at a time, but it's so just, Oh, exciting to me to be able to change the lives of the masses. So I always knew I wanted a TV show. I had worked on a few shows that never got picked up, but one of the producers from one of those shows came and got me for what is now Skin Decision on Netflix. When the show launched in July of 2020, during the pandemic, everybody was eyes on Netflix. So it was amazing, tons of exposure, I was getting messages from all over the world. You know, you inspire me. You gave me permission to feel like I can take care of myself. 
and not see it as vanity, but as self-care. After the show, it was a monsoon. I had to get a call center in place. I mean, it was like my, my staff looked like chickens with their heads cut off. It was just more than we could have ever anticipated. People talk about glass ceilings, but I never felt it. I just, you know, worked really hard and did my best and nothing ever felt like it was impossible to me. Everything felt like it was available and it just depended on how hard I was willing to work. Of all of the accomplishments that I've garnered so far in my life, all of those things don't hug you when you come home at night. If you envision a family for yourself, you have to work equally as hard in that aspect of your life as you are in your career, because your career will happen. But at some point, a job, any job, becomes just a job. There's a saying that says success without fulfillment is failure. And I agree with that. I recently, I would say as about a year ago, started becoming more of an activist, especially with my Instagram following and the platform that I have the privilege of having. I was seeing my daughter applying to my high school and thinking she's going to be in university soon and she's not going to be able to have nuanced discussions because you are not allowed to have an opposing opinion anymore. I was thinking she's gonna be afraid to say she's Jewish because of all of the anti-Semitism happening on campus. So about a year ago, I started getting very like little things, just saying like Shabbat Shalom on my posts on Fridays or speaking at the federal building against curriculum that was going to remove Holocaust education from elementary schools in California. I've been seeing a lot on Instagram that people are saying, oh, I'm just anti-Zionists. I'm not an anti-Semite. Well, guess what? That's just a more PC way of saying you hate Jews because 85% of Jews believe in the state of Israel and know that that's a safe haven for them just in case. So you saying you don't believe in the state of Israel, that you're an anti-Zionist, what are you saying is the future of Jewish people? Israel matters to me because it is a representation of Jewish strength and Jewish resilience. And... We are strong and a Holocaust won't happen again because of Israel. And then when the latest Israel-Palestinian conflict happened and I saw all of the lies that were happening and all of the literal like just propaganda happening, it triggered something in my brain from Iran. And I said, you know what, I've seen this before and I will not be able to sleep at night if I don't say anything. And. I was afraid of all of the things. I was afraid of cancel culture. I was afraid of losing followers. But I said, you know what? Who am I if I can't speak to my core values? And if I don't model that for my children, what kind of mother am I? And I just had to do it. It was like something deep in my soul that made me do it. And I could not stop posting and reposting and amplifying other voices because I just thought, you know what? It always starts with words. It always starts with words. And if I don't speak against untruths and lies and propaganda, I am not going to allow what happened in Iran happen in the United States because my family left everything to bring us here for an opportunity for the American dream. And I will not go down without a fight. I find it really interesting that the people that are the most passionate about America are immigrants. It's like the people that live here are so ungrateful because they don't know the alternative. 
You know, it's like buy an airplane ticket, go to Iran, go to Afghanistan, go to Lebanon. Those people would risk their lives to be here. Go ask anyone lined up at the border trying to get into America and then tell them how America sucks. Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. My family left everything. Everything they had worked all their lives for came to America, not knowing the language, not having money, nothing. But that gave me drive. That gave me resilience and grit. You know, I was in ESL for three months, didn't speak English at all. But I knew that in America, if I worked hard and used my talents and my intelligence, I would make it. I never felt like there was anything standing in my way in America. It was always just, you know, how hard are you willing to work? And what are your talents? And can you tap into them? That was it. All these opportunities that have come to me and all the successes, like, I'm a nerd. I'm a surgeon. And I got nominated for an Emmy? Like, what? Like, what is this life? But this is America. This is what America and the American dream is all about. Anything is possible if you work hard enough. Thanks so much for watching this video. In order to keep PragerU's videos free, please consider making a tax-deductible donation.